Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on uh, Tuesday the 4th of October. Today I'm joined by Agna Vaitkovichuta, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hey there Agna, how are you doing today? Hi Peter, I'm doing well, how are you? Yep, very good, very good. Um, so what uh, story stood out for you today in today's Watson's Daily? So today I want to talk about the Kim Kardashian and Security <laughs> and Exchange Commission story. Awesome. Finally, there's been some crackdown on influencer promotions of cryptocurrency. Yeah. And yep. that makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's um it's it's an insignificant sum for Kim Card for billionaire uh Kim Kardashian Agreed. as it's uh 1.26 million dollars. Um she probably can just get that out of her handbag i'd imagine but you know it is something i guess it's something i guess and i guess it sets a precedent and well just to explain to listeners what happened so back in june 2021 kim kardashian posted an instagram story basically promoting ethereum max crypto tokens she Mm -hmm. said that it was not financial advice and put a little inconspicuous ad hashtag hashtag ad Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, she diffused the story to 251 million followers at the time. And mm. she endorsed the tokens as an investment opportunity, even posted a link to the website and instructions for how investors could purchase the tokens. Mm. Surprise, surprise, just a week later after she posted, well, Ethereum Max tokens lost 70% of their value. Mm. And so all the people who did invest could potentially did lose a lot of money. And it was later mm. found out that Kim was paid 250,000 US dollars by mm. Ethereum Max to do that mm. post, mm. which she did not disclose at all to her audience and mm. which has now ended her up in her current situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not ideal. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I mean, I feel very strongly about this because I, I think uh, this might sound a bit extreme, but I think they should, I, I think they should go to jail. Uh, for doing this um either that or um they should somehow be restricted from using social media for a year or something like that um because and i don't know how easy that or difficult that i imagine that would be quite difficult to um to enforce although i think it would might be worth it to keep them out of uh, out of jail but um you know, and and the state pay even more, but um, but I think it needs to be serious. Just a fine for the, for her, it's just a cost of doing business, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just oh well, yeah, okay, fair enough then. But you know, it needs to be something that strikes fear into the hearts of um, influencers because I think it's wrong, um, and especially something like this because it can ruin people's lives. You know, they get they get this, and you know, like like you say. Um, 70 percent the the value of that thing went down 70 percent in uh, in the week after i mean that's terrible if you if you yeah i mean if you put your life savings into your rent money or whatever it is into that then you are stuffed um you know so so anyway so i think that it's really bad i think that she has to you know it's good that she got fined it wasn't nearly enough um but um but, you know, maybe this sends a signal to other influencers, especially those who aren't quite as rich as she is. Um, but um, that, you know, some, they need to at least um, say that. I, I think at the end of the day, right, I mean, if you're a follower of someone and they say, look, here is a prom- promotion, 
you're like, well, fair enough. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not paying to get their stuff and they're doing that, well, fair enough, isn't it? I mean, you sort of think, well, yeah, fine. You might fast forward or something. But, um, but you know, they, they've got to be up front with it because I think otherwise it's very unfair. I agree. Yeah. There definitely needs to be more transparency. And even with this ruling and this charge, I still feel that more needs to be done because there's such a culture of well, investment FOMO, I would say, or especially in this current precarious economic environment. Mm. People are seeing people they idealize and investors saying, oh, you can get money. And for people who feel really insecure in this mm. current financial environment, they will be drawn to that. And nobody can really blame them because the, it's on the it's on, it's a responsibility of those who are promoting the crypto tokens to also show mm. well the positive and negative sides. And mm. when there's inv- when there's influencers who probably can't even explain exactly how a cryptocurrency works, saying that mm. you should invest in it, there's definitely something wrong there, and there needs to be more done. I mean, I don't know, even if Trump was able to be blocked from Twitter, or even the small COVID of in signs that pop up whenever there's an Instagram post that says, oh, something's mentioning COVID-19. Those mm. misinformation alerts, they should at the very least be also applied for mm. for influencers giving financial advice or any sort of indication of that on posts. Mm. Otherwise, I mean, people are just going to, going to continue losing money and it is quite, um, quite a, how would I say it? Well, for people who are, for those influencers, it's quite a great way to make money as well to benefit off of all the people who will drive up the price of tokens by investing in them so Mm. there's no real reason real reason for them to stop if they know they'll only get a fine especially when they have so much money like Kim Kardashian does it doesn't Mm. really matter there needs to be something more so I definitely agree with you Mm. that hopefully this sets a good president but there just needs to be more Mm, I think so. Although, you know, maybe, I mean, maybe if stitching this together with, with um, you know, one of the things we were talking about yesterday, you can, I mean, this, this might be quite an interesting live stream opportunity, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. if you are actually an influencer who actually knows what you're talking about um, and can talk about this stuff, this could be quite interesting and lucrative. Although, you, you know, you'd have to, there would, there would have to be, there should or there should be regulations um, for for that um, so that people know what they're what they're doing. But I don't know. I imagine it will be a regulatory minefield, but I can imagine for people sure. doing this and saying, look, you know, this is what happens. You know, it's, it's essentially like I, I don't know um, if you've ever seen on, I think, CNBC or whatever, this guy called Jim Cramer. I mean, he's been on there for years, like mm-hmm. decades. And he, um, you know, he talks about stocks. He's quite uh, engaging, shall we say, <laughs> uh, in the way that he talks about stocks. And, you know, it, it, I can imagine this is be the next step is people will be you know, like him can be ranting uh, about a stock. And then you can actually while he's talking, you can actually buy you can do it because mm-hmm. actually that's what happens in the real world. I mean, I tell you, one of the funny things I've, I've seen when, um, you know, when I, when I was a stockbroker was um, you would look at, you would be watching the market and maybe there would be some kind of um, announcement um, on the market. And as the person is talking, <laughs> you can see the share price go down. <laughs> right. And, and that's what everyone is doing. So actually, 
you know, um, I mean, I've only just, I've only just thought, I have to admit, I've only just thought of this, right? But the just talking to you, you inspire me, you inspire oh, thank me. Thank you, I'm glad. Um, but yeah, <laughs> provoking so, ideas, but, right? But here. yeah, so, but I mean, like, you know, it could be, it would be like, you'd be like reflecting the market because if you think, I mean, you know, if you if, if someone is saying something, then maybe they're recommending stocks or or something, or they're talking about it. You can you can trade on that. Um, I mean, I think it it could get quite addictive. I think, um, but then again, I think I suppose that's the idea, and I don't know. But anyway, I think that I would have thought that live stream, um, you know, share share dealing will be the next thing. Uh, I don't think it will be that far away. It's kind of crazy how we kind of go in cycles and how much more sexy trading has been made, if I can say it, simply by putting it on the live stream. But perhaps that's just a new way to get people engaged. But hopefully it's done in a regulated way because also, of course, I'm sure it will spiral. It can spiral out of control. Mm, but mm. that for sure is a great business idea as well. Yeah. Well, Peter, maybe a <laughs> next startup. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. There's a there's a Dragon's Den startup <laughs> idea right there, isn't there? Really? Um, I, I wouldn't want to do it myself. <laughs> um, but um, but anyway, yes. Um, so yes, okay. So we've dealt with Kim Kardashian. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, she'll be dealt with further. Because just to add as a final point, I also feel that what really needs to be done is that these influencers need to make statements themselves. Because in this case, Kim herself didn't admit or deny the SEC findings, mm. and there I think there's a major issue in that because all of her followers. I'm sure not everyone follows SEC findings and we can't really blame them. They're mm. probably not what's on their social media, but <laughs> she is. So she really needs to say something or be forced to say something at the very least, mm. because otherwise it's not going to get to the audience. Yeah. I mean, do you know what? I, I reckon there must have been some backroom dealing there where the <laughs> SEC was sort of going, well, look, you're going to have to pay a fine. And she was, well, okay, I'm not going to pay a fine um, unless... You, you know, I don't want, I want to make sure that I'm not going to have to admit anything. I'm not going to have to do this. I'm not going to have to do this. And they probably thought, well, whatever fine they can impose on her will probably be peanuts anyway. So why not take, why not take the win, you know, and do that and, and, you know, come back another day with one point, whatever, two million dollars in their in their back pocket so yeah i mean i i imagine that's what i know call me cynical but that's what i imagine yeah that's probably the case (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway um right so um i was going to talk about um uh, my sort of story today um which i thought was um, quite interesting it was a, a story about how the uk TV and film industry would actually could actually benefit from the weakness of the uh, of of the pound um, at the moment, and I think that that is um, you know I think that that is quite a, an interesting thing because obviously last week we concentrated a lot on which uh, which um, industries and things are actually going to be losing out. Um, yeah, if they're yeah they're going to be losing out on uh, on things, whereas um, uh, you know there are obviously they're going to be beneficiaries, and we were talking about how maybe um, American uh, companies are going to be shopping for 
UK, British and European companies because the strength of sterling and the weakness of um, uh, sorry, the strength of, of the dollar and the weakness of sterling and uh, and the euro. So anyway, um, there was an it was an interesting um, article which talked about um, the how much money could potentially go into the in, into the UK um, and I think it makes a I think it makes um, a lot of uh, I think it makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. it's poss- it, it's it's very possible that um, you know they will look at the UK they like the UK um, but anyway the main thing for me is that I think that um, there's a lot of uh, content is needed for streaming services because it, it because um, people can consume a huge amount of content in a relatively small space of time, and I think you can you know you can binge watch I don't know Game of Thrones or um, or what you know or Stranger Things or whatever, um, and then once you've watched that, you think okay, what's next? What's next? And if there isn't anything next especially in in current circumstances you're going to think well I'll go I'll I'll ditch Netflix and I'll go on to mm-hmm. you know Disney Plus or something um so I mean the streamers take up a huge amount of of uh, of content and so therefore each of these streaming services they need to to have con- they need um content and they've got to film it somewhere you know why not the UK? Especially now, if we we are super cheap on the, um, you know, on the uh, uh, currency front. Sure. So yes, but what what do you reckon though? For sure, I totally agree, and it's a, I think if it works and if people if the sterling continues to stay at the price, it'd be great for Britain's soft the UK. Sorry, soft power, mm. from the soft power because it would bring a lot of also cultural value to the country mm. and in well after a whole drama of last week uh, mm. in terms of economic policy i think that would be great mm. <laughs> for the country mm. in order to gain a bit more credibility back on the mm. international stage at least among international civil society mm. but otherwise also i think for the country's economy i mean mm. for me the first thing i thought about was a tourism boost already mm. if they start increasing filming locations within the uk tourists are going to flock to see these locations, especially mm. if they manage to make huge blockbusters. Mm. And it'll be tourists from both Europe and the US because the Euro also increased in value relative to the sterling. Mm. And this might also spread wealth across the country rather than its usual concentration in just London. I mean, I'm sure the studios will themselves be in big central cities, but mm. in either case, it'd be such a great way to spread out um, wealth across the country and have in tourists going to different parts to visit mm. different scenes where mm. different scenes were filmed and i think that could be really really interesting and really great so mm. long as it works and of course as long as there are skills that are there to to be able to prop up the industry because yeah. as i read in the article they'll said there might not there might be a skill shortage for workers mm. in the studios but mm. that's also just another opportunity for developing the economy and getting more jobs for also a certain subset of the population that specialized in that sector and in the film industry hmm. i mean a lot of them will have been burnt by the um you know the the the, the pandemic because they yeah. couldn't have done anything so they've all become or you know they've become uber drivers yeah. and uh, amazon delivery people and yeah. stuff and things you know they've they've gone into things that maybe 
would be more stable mm-hmm. um if there was another pandemic um and they you know so but i but i don't know i think once you i would imagine that once you do something like this you you want to go back yeah. um so okay. so yeah so i think it's uh you know i think it's interesting um it's a possibility it is one industry that will that should you know that should do well um and we'll we'll see won't we so you know i mean there's there's uh uh, I was going to say <laughs> uh, Squid Game 2, but that's, that's not going to be filmed over here, I don't think. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, Squid Game 2, and actually my, my, my favourite thing at the moment, um, which is uh, Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Oh, uh, yes. I've seen that. Um, that. Apparently, that, that's got a second series as well, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that that's going to be in um that's going that's going to be very much in in korea and seoul in particular but hey you never know they <laughs> might know. Ma- maybe maybe she does a a stint at a at a, a london law firm or something you know who, who knows um, exactly yeah a bit of but, traveling a bit of different cultural experience who knows? exactly exactly um so anyway so um i guess we'll finish on that on that note um so it's amazing isn't it we're trying we're trying here desperately not to talk about you know horrendous nightmares going on around (laughs) around our ears essentially um so yeah trying trying to bring it i mean don't worry we'll uh, up the gloom quotient um again soon um you know that's because... still there so there's <laughs> yeah, plenty still... of talk to talk about yeah, there <laughs> plenty, yeah yeah we'll we'll try and balance it out but anyway we want to try and do some other stories as well so anyway um the only thing i got to say is um we're doing a, a mini competition at the moment so um if you like to challenge yourself um by doing our competition the 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 uh, the link is um in today's watson's daily um and i'll put it elsewhere as well and you might win some um watson's daily merch uh, if you do particularly well so uh so there you go it's <laughs> just 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 for fun just getting you limbered up um for the uh, upcoming commercial awareness competition season um but anyway okay well look um thank you very much uh agna for uh, today and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Thank you very much for the listeners for listening. Really do appreciate it. And yeah, we'll be back, back tomorrow.